News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310, and on your smart speaker is News Talk KZRG. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Bohorquez. And one guy who has taken it on the chin for being a Second Amendment supporter is a guy named Mark McCloskey. He's running for the U.S. Senate. Mark, the shooting yesterday in a beautiful small town, Uvalde, Texas, taking the lives of 19 kids and two teachers. How do we solve this problem? Well, you know, the biggest problem, I think, is that we live in a culture of death in this country. Look at your kids' video games. People are brought up from the day they're old enough to be able to push a button with their thumbs to, to kill people online, to kill people on their video games, to watch death on television, uh, to hear uh, constantly uh, the kind of the glorification of, of everything to, to do with death and destruction. I mean, the, we have lost our moral compass. We have lost our common morality. We've lost our, our sense of, of common traditional Christian values, and it's, it's a normlessness out there that gives rise to this kind of chaos. It uh, The speech last night by uh, President Biden actually was a political speech instead of a unifying, let's sit down and work together speech. I think that gun rights activists and gun control activists, and I think any American, no matter where you fall in the spectrum of thoughts about the Second Amendment, think that every one of these school shootings is a horrific thing, and we have to be able to sit and have solutions. But you can't vilify people then expect to get a solution. And, and he was getting almost hysterical. I mean, how many times did he say, you know, uh, uh, you know, oh, by God or whatever? And, and he, he uh, raised his voice. He looked a little, looked very frazzled and very, very uh, uh, fragile. But at the same time, he launched immediately into a political diatribe rather than, like you say, trying to heal. For a guy who, who ran on the pretext of being the healer of this country, every single event that he's, uh, had an opportunity to either heal or divide his chosen division. Yeah, my concern here is that, and we don't know about this particular shooter yet. We're going to learn that. We did know in Buffalo uh, that uh, this guy had made uh, violent threats against a school, had been in a mental evaluation, yet his mental illness did not enter the deal for his approval uh, to get a gun. Um, why should, uh, you know, you have a 16-year-old who thinks they should be blowing up or shooting up things. Uh, why should they be allowed to own a gun when they become adult, when they have no response? Uh, you know, their mental illness should follow them. Well, you know, the, the problem with all these kinds of uh, red flag regulation and red flag laws is that they will be applied more broadly to non the violent, non-criminal, God-fearing, uh, law-abiding citizens. Once you start opening that door, once you start going down that slippery slope, pretty soon political opposition becomes mental illness. And that's certainly what's happened in, in other places that have gone down this road. Soviet Union, for example, uh, identifying people as mentally ill who are really just political opponents was a major way that, that the, the Soviets dominated their society. Then how do we solve it? Well, you saw that I think that, the, you know, think back to when we were kids. I mean, there weren't mass shootings. Why? Because when we turned on the television set, we saw Leave It the Beaver or the Beverly Hillbillies or Andy of Mayberry. We had a culture of respect 
of respect for the law, of respect for our fellow human beings, and respect for life. All these things have been lost. Everything that the popular media pushes on kids today is violence, discord, and, and uh, fighting between people. Every so-called reality TV show is more violent than the last and, and more uh, uh, designed to show that how you get popularity in this world is by being rude, being uh, disorderly, by being in your face. And the way you get notoriety on the web, on Facebook, on television, on everything, is how antisocial you can be and how disruptive you can be. And that's a cultural thing that has been intentionally, in my opinion, foisted upon us by mainstream media and, and, the, and the deep state. And that's what's brought us to this point. The government likes chaos because when bad things happen, people ask the government for more control. And that's really what all this is about. Mark McCloskey is running for the U.S. Senate. We'll give you information on how you can learn about his campaign. Uh, it's News Talk KZRG. Mark, uh, also realizing this, that anybody who goes out and makes any type of a personal threat online against anyone or any group of people uh, should be indicted on, uh, on terroristic threats. If I called you on the phone and I made a threat to you and your family, you would call the police and I would be picked up on a terroristic threat immediately. Why isn't that happening for people who are making these threats online? Well, you know, I get, I get death threats. When I get death threats, I call the police. The police investigate. Um, and almost always it's, it's uh, you know, it goes down a, a dead end that the people are using uh, phone systems that, that create artificial phone numbers that are untraceable or as the, uh, the folks have told me, if I was president of the United States, maybe they'd be able to find who are making these threats. But, you know, for, for you know, just common citizens, uh, they really can't be bothered. But the problem is these days with the Internet is that thousands of people every moment are making uh, angry gestures towards thousands of other people. And I, I really, I've got to say, I come down differently than a lot of people on this. I, I see all of this as a, uh, as a slippery slope to where all of our discourse is controlled and more and more things are considered to be, quote, hate speech, unquote, and more and more things would target us for exclusion from, from the, uh, the marketplace of ideas. And I think that what we need to do is go back to a, 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 a culture of common, shared human values, religiously based, where people don't think that they have, you know, you know there used to be this, this, uh, this uh, common belief that you respected your fellow man and you behaved in a certain way. This normlessness that the media has now generated, I think, is directly responsible for this. Every time you see a video game, all it is is people shooting each other. I mean, how can kids get raised from the time they're old enough to when their parents first stick a cell phone in their hands to, to keep from having to interact with their kids until the day they, they uh, you know, join the military, all they see is video games with shooting people and blowing stuff up. How is yeah. that any way to raise a society? Well, and I, I think that has to be discussed. I think that the one thing that we have to do is we have to evaluate, because there's been a general theme, though, uh, it's uh, Mark, is that when people make violent threats and they have mental illness issues, uh, I think it is something that we must take very seriously and figure out how to work around. I agree with you on the slippery slope. And uh, I agree that the idea of being able to go out and take 
where the where the government takes more and more thing, labeling more and more people mentally ill. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I also think that there has to be some sort of common sense thing to make sure these weapons, because as a gun rights activist, uh, Mark, I, uh, whenever these things happen, I absolutely become numb and sad and disappointed. And it hurts anyone who is a gun rights activist. And most of us, of course, the vast majority of us, I uh, have our weapons for uh, hunting or for self-protection and would never even dream of doing something like this. But the way it's portrayed is that's what every gun opener is like. Yeah, well, that's true. And, and every one of these tragedies, I and mean, these are just horrible tragedies, every one of these is, is immediately launched upon, like the president did last night, as an excuse to disarm honest people. Um, and, of course, the disarming of uh, of Law-abiding people, disarming of the populace is what every leftist government has done from the beginning of, of time. Uh, the uh, the problem is, you know, you fill out a form 4473 to try and buy a weapon these days. There's a line out to ask you if you've ever been treated for or suffered from mental illness or, for that matter, been addicted to uh, the drugs. But we all know in Hunter Biden's case that uh, all you have to do is check those things, no. Uh, but the the problem is you, you can't you can't regulate, you can't. Uh, legislate sanity, and there's going to be in society crazy people, evil people that do bad things, and they will they will find a way to do it no matter what. But you know, the last FBI statistics that I've seen, more people died each year as a result of being killed by fists and feet than by long guns of all kinds. And so you can point each individual tragedy and say this is this is a horrible thing, but in the bigger picture, it's only being used for its propaganda value. I've always said for as long as I can remember that in the ma- mainstream media, the value of a human life is directly related to how much political capital you can make out of it. In the, in the city of St. Louis, where I live, uh, there have been, I think, 68 murders so far this year, and that's just the way the city ca- uh, uh, identifies murders and 40-some kids that have been shot. And that's an ongoing crisis every day. It's not a gun crisis. It's a, it's a societal crisis. It's a result of having a one-party rule in the city of St. Louis for over 70 years and a prosecutor that doesn't prosecute crime. And nobody looks at the ongoing problems in St. Louis or Chicago or L.A. or New York and says this is the real violence, this is a real source of death in this country, and it's not a gun problem, it's a societal problem and it's a political problem. Mark McCloskey, if people want to learn more about you and your campaign, what do they do? Uh, McCloskey for Missouri, that's F-O-R, McCloskey for Missouri.com, or McCloskey for F-O-R, McCloskey for Senate.com, either one. Uh, and we're doing a grassroots campaign. We're out here beating the bushes every day. I'm down in the Branson area today. I've been all over the western half of the state in the last two days. And we're going to keep this, this grassroots campaign up. I think we've got 69 days till the election. And everybody, that if you want some real change, get out there, support us, and help us any way you can. Einstein's definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, our friend Mark McCloskey. Have a good day, Mark. We look forward to having you on again. Thank you, Peter. All right. That's Mark McCloskey. Uh, He is running for the U.S. Senate. It's News Talk KZRG.